Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Members from a Chimney Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. When you look back towards where Yadira is sitting, you notice that the female satyr is uh, standing in front of his counter and is gesturing with her hands. And you hear every once in a while, uh, uh, specifically you, Volan, because it's in Sylvan. No, 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 Yadira, don't be stubborn. Hmm. Sorry, what happened? Um, so unfortunately, Clicker has died, but um, that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. I already got plans for a new character, no problem. <laughs> that's all good. Um, we've just been discussing uh, possibly getting a favor instead of a instead of a javelin. While you were doing that, a donkey ran down Clicker and crushed her to death. That's okay, but very important. Uh, you were just describing the javelin as I had to leave, so sorry. What was the demonstration like? Because Clicker would probably have said something about that. You were just mentioning so, was sucking stuff in, something like that? It was sucking stuff in, yeah. So you threw it and it seemed to draw things to it. Yeah, vortex apparently. of wind f- followed the path as it as it flew through the air. Oh! I want that! <laughs> you I want, want everything. You, you always yes. want everything. Maybe I can fly if I jump into the vortex. Well, uh, until the javelin comes down and then you fall. But I can fly for a moment. Do you really want to fly? (laughs) Flicker. As gloomy as she has been pretty much ever since you got to know her has has a certain sparkle in her eye and she seems very very excited about this well maybe we can ask for the javelin and a favor you want to try to push that seems Bullet like a good clicker. idea maybe we do the thing first. If it's not a big challenge, then we can't really afford to push for anything more. When well, dealing with the Fae, you must make the arrangements first. Or they yeah, will twist it. I mean, he doesn't have to do anything if we do it for him. Clicker just nods and obviously leaves the stage to you. Okay, so I'll start walking past uh, Brandon. Um, (laughs) 
And uh, are you coming with us or are you going to uh, hang around uh, Alicia? Clicker is going to move with you. All right. And uh, Volan and uh, Bruce? Of course he's coming. Yeah. He starts walking yeah. right along. Bruce looks at you three as you walk past and he doesn't see anything, so he just assumes you're off to do something and you haven't finished your conversation, so he just wanders back and sits under the tree again. You okay. see the Midnight and Pepper, their heads pop up as you walk past and then they go back and they're playing their game again. Hey, Yadira, you, you, uh, you uh, free to talk? You look at his, him and in his face, and he's got this look on his face. He kind of looks a little bit perplexed. He goes, yeah. Listen, friend. Um, we uh, find ourselves at a bit of a loss as to uh, what these uh, vine lords are. And um, I, I'd just like to say that... Uh, there's a little bit of a, a worry that uh, we won't come back. I mean, if you take my poor friend Norbert, he certainly didn't come back, and that was pretty much at the hands of Grandma Elm Twinkle. So, listen, this is this is if you want these vine lords dealt with, you have to listen to us and agree. We will be taking that uh, javelin, and you will also owe it owe us a favor. My wife. And he points over towards Alicia. Uh, look, the Vine Lords are, 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 you know, I mean, it was cool, but my wife tells me that she wants you guys to do a job for her and that I'm supposed to tell you that you should do what my wife says and that I have to give you the javelin if you do what she says. And he looks over. And he has this sheepish smile as he looks at over at Alicia. And this, uh, this thing that your wife has us wanting us to do. Have you ever heard of the Pargan tree? The Pargan tree? No, I have not. Volan, you could probably give me, I don't know, history, nature, or something like this. Or I'll do nature. That did not work, did it? No. You should just... Yeah. You've heard of the, the Pargan tree. They're, you know that they are an extremely rare tree. They're... um not often found but often i mean you've heard about it especially from shaman abuk abuk isn't it i'm sure it's abuk yeah yeah and he often talked about you know how these berries you could find these berries and they're rare to find on the tree even though you, finding the tree is rare finding the berries that have fruited on a tree is even more rare but these berries are quite special and he told you that these berries they're not 
the prettiest looking thing. They're rather plain looking, but an odd shape. They're kind of ovalish, oblongish in shape. But to eat one of these berries, or more importantly, if someone has passed and they're passed for, according to him, four days, you could force one of these down the gullet of the person who's deceased and they'll come back. And so Volan reacts and his eyebrows go up. A bargain tree here? He, yeah, um, well, I mean, I know there's, my wife has heard that there is, well, we have our vineyard, but that's not something, that only Elm Twinkle knows that, but my wife tells me that there is a lone tree that's been guarded, and it's down as a cenote, and um, she says there's treasure there, all those metallic things that your people like to collect, but she's been telling me about this dang black stone that she's been after with a these yellow ruin markings on it. She told me that if you get that, that I'm to give you a, a gale javelin. And he kind of stops. The javelin, the javelin. And uh, she too would... Uh, and and uh, I th I'd like to add to that, the javelin and three favors from you and one favor from her. Three favors? Three? Well, let's look at it this way. You told me something that we had to do, and then you go and change it on us, right as we're discussing it. Do you think that's fair to us? No, sorry. Three from me and one from my wife? Come on, that's that's very expensive. You heard me. One favor. One favor. Listen, I will not go down to uh, less than two. A favor from you and a favor from your wife. And the javelin. And you hear Volan, he shouts to his wife about a favor from him, a favor from her, and, and the javelin. And uh, she nods. Yeah, all right, all right. And he spits on his hand. Bruce bursts into laughter. <laughs> and mutters to himself, here we go again. Volan, <laughs> Volan spits on his hand and shakes. And he nods. When uh, you do that, Alicia comes over. Clicker was about to... to she just raised the, her index finger and... And then he already shook his hand. So you're what? still shaking his hand, Volan, and Alicia starts walking over. What's up, Clicker? Did you have something to say? You should not have done that. So, uh, what are we after? We're, we've agreed to a quest where we have to retrieve this stone with the runes on it. Uh, doesn't care about anything else, but wants the stone um, where this lone tree is meant to be. So, a stone with yellow runes on it. Yep. And it's growing not growing it's supposed to be in a cenote where there is a pargan tree and something some creature guards guards the tree so the pargan tree is is it the fruit that uh, gives you basically uh revivify or um yep okay 
But you don't know that. Unless Volan tells you. Yeah, sure. I'm just writing it down. Yeah. Four days. Four days dead. So if they dig up Norbert and give him the berry. It was already already in the works. It was already my thinking. <laughs> yeah. How long has he been dead for? A day. Got three days left. Two days. <laughs> bring him, bringing Norbit back. Okay, Norbit's back. Ciao, Bruce. You fell down a hole. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I must say. Bruce gets trampled by his own donkey. Bruce is uh, doesn't have a, doesn't hold a candle to Norbit at the moment. Well, of course, after 15 or 14 sessions with Norbit. Norbit was much better looking. 14, what's that, times 3, 30, 42, 42 hours. He's got game. Okay, I'll, we're all ready. All right. So you are shaking the hand of Yadira Volan. Alicia is walking over towards you guys. Clicker is tisking at you having shaken her hand and you can hear the, what do you call that? The dwarf with his lisp laughing in the background. So you gonna do anything else or does Alicia arrive? Clicker lowers her index finger again and closes her beak. I mean, Thorn looks to Clicker going, uh, okay. <laughs> I thought you had something to say. But she did say you shouldn't have done that. And then she oh, you did oh, say that? Vol okay. Yeah. Yeah. Volan looks at you and says, with the bargain tree, we could bring back our friend, the turtle. Wait, what? What? What is a bargain tree? They say the fruit of the bargain tree can bring back the dead. Really? Well, that is very interesting. I will keep that in mind. This deal is getting better and better. So, Alicia comes over and she says we struck a deal excellent 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 and she says okay and she starts explaining to you how to find where this is and when she looks at you guys actually the three of you could perhaps give me a survival oh i would like to insight her sure when she said excellent, 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 does she look like she, there is something at the back of her mind, or is she just happy? Oh, <laughs> Thorns inciting too. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't get a chance. Uh, so Clicker and Thorn look at her carefully, and she has a smile on her face. She looks quite happy that you guys have agreed and you can see that her eye her eyes are shining 
which is usually a sign that you feel usually means happiness. But with a seven, you can't read anymore. And the two of you both rolled a seven. I will say that only Volan agreed. He's the one that shook the hand. (laughs) (laughs) And the third survival check. They'll be sorely disappointed. So the survival check, did you get my survival check? I did. I'm missing Clicker's survival check as well. I'm sure we can throw Volan under the bus. <laughs> and um... Okay, so she's explaining and explaining and explaining, and she goes over what she said a second time. And then she kind of, as she's explaining, she looks into each of your eyes, and she's just like, you don't know what I'm talking about. And she waves her hand over, and a little sprite comes over, and she talks to it a bit in Sylvan, which... Volan, you recognizes as her asking this sprite, whose name is Sunrise, to guide them for the majority of the way. Hey, um, Volan, do you reckon we should call in one of those favors to get to Yadira to retrieve that item for us? Or is that just being too mean? We will have to fulfill our end of the bargain before they will offer the favors. That was the deal. All right. So they they provide you with the directions, and you, although you don't get it, Sunrise comes over, and this little male sprite kind of sits down between your horns, Thorn, and kind of looks about and chitters about very basic Sylvan, clearly in language. Of which I do not understand. No, you do not understand. But again, Midnight and Pepper, they they look up at you guys, look towards where you are, their heads kind of extending up, kind of, well, very reminiscent of how Norbert used to be able to make his head really get big. And they look up back towards Cookie and their eyebrows raise up in, you know, that universal sign of a question. Uh, we're just gonna head out, follow this uh, strange little sprite. We we need to uh, deal with something. Uh, do you want to come with us? The two of them, they look back at each other and they tilt their heads to the side. And then the small one named Pepper looks back at you and emphatically shakes her, shakes its head no. And the other one? As Pepper is shaking its head, it's nodding its head at Pepper. And then it looks up at you, and then its eyes get big, its eyebrows shoot up, and its eyes get big, and it shakes its head no as well, emphatically as well. Oh, uh, well, oh, that's a shame. Um, Hey, Brandon. Brandon. Hey, there, Brandon? Yep. Hey, uh, do you want to have a. Uh, you get a bit sick of this area? Do you want to go for a, a bit of a stroll? Stretch your legs? <laughs> yeah, where? 
Well, um, uh, apparently there's an interesting tree down the road. <laughs> the bargain tree. Uh, you heard of it? Yeah, they wanted me to go there as well. All so right. They've been trying to flog that one off to some idiot for the last couple of weeks. Actually, no, that's the first you've heard of it. I've been around a while. I know these things. <laughs> so. So. So that's a no then? They told you who was guarding it, didn't they? Uh, yeah. I'm sure it's nobody. I mean, look at us. She pulls her rapier out again. And she she stabs in the air a couple of times. Look! There's a creature guarding the tree. So you're going up a creature that you don't know who it is. Have you no. checked to see if Elm Twinkle is like... Uh, a friend of the tree and doesn't want it to be taken down? The creature doesn't know who we are. Right. And if all of these people with all their magic can't retrieve the stone, why would you go? The Fae are odd folk. Just because they can doesn't mean they would. They need somebody else who would. Exactly. So you'll risk your lives for them. We risk our lives to save our friend. Which friend? The, the, um, turtle who died, Norbert. You don't know him. He's a hell of a lot nicer than you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the turtle? He is dead. Uh, rest it, rest in peace, peacefully. You have no idea when they say turtle. You have no idea or concept of what that means, Bruce. Yeah, he's their friend. So, where is this turtle? He, is he dead? He's he's sleeping peacefully. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Damn it, guys. We don't have to say these things. <laughs> so, so your dead friend, you're going to resurrect your dead friend. Well, Volan seems to think it can work. Is that before or after you recover the stone? Listen, are you in or out? It's a simple question. Yes or no. How far away is this this tree I look to Volan hopefully he's looking at the sprite he is <laughs> sunrise how long days travel to this tree so the sprite starts answering and it starts going on and Sylvan and on and on and like you guys are expecting like a yes no you know 10 feet type kind of answer thing but it goes on and it's talking to Volan for like a good minute and two minutes. And it's definitely telling you how far it is Volan, but it's like the most ridiculous bit of directions of you got to pass this tree. You got to look for this bark with this twig like this, with this special flower. And you're definitely getting a sense, but 
As best as you can tell from its description, you've got the sense that at least the sun will be low in the sky by the time you arrive. Hmm. He looks back to the party. Well? Many hours, but probably less than a day. I mean, that's as good as you're going to get, Brandon. If that is your name. Yeah, it's near enough. And for this, you're <laughs> going to get what? Some berries and? The ability to fly. The ability to fly. <laughs> oh, so click of things. I mean... Linker looks super happy. He looks stoked. Brandon, they also said that there was much treasure there that you may take. <laughs> There's nothing better than something enthusiastically starting a sentence with Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we just... I mean, you you may get a cut of the uh, treasure there. You're not going to get all of it. Yeah, but they didn't tell you how much treasure was there. Well, no, but we definitely have a, a decent treasure that we will come back to. Let me tell you. And the javelin that you were throwing around? More than the javelin. Favors. If if anything, uh, fey favors, uh, apparently it can be quite uh, uh, brutal, potent. Right. Did they tell you what the stone did? What stone? The stone. What do you know about a stone? We didn't tell you that. Yeah, I've been here for the last three weeks. They've been trying to flog this task off to every adventurer that's come past. You can give a deception check as you say that, Bruce. Brandon. It's Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Bertram. <laughs> All right, you guys can give me an opposing insight. Uh, wisdom check, I guess it would be. Or insight, oh, insight yeah. if he's trying to deceive. Yep. I'm not trying to deceive you. I'm telling you how it is. <laughs> I've been here for weeks and weeks and weeks. i got nothing to do but to talk to the shopkeepers, and they tell me shit. Thorn, you don't believe them. And you are definitely pulling their, their rope because that's the first time you've heard of this particular story. You've heard of other things, Bruce, but not this one. This was the first time you heard about this tree. Okay, right, so, Bruce. so I don't know what they're going there to get. They're on a task to go there to, to get some trees. Sorry? To save your yep. friend. Yep. And there's and there's treasure there you might get a share of. We're offering offering you to come along and help out if you want. That's terrific. So let's just let me get this straight. Okay. So you lot are about to trot off to the tree, get the berries and some treasure in exchange for getting the getting the, the berries and the treasure and saving your friend, the shopkeepers are going to give you what? A javelin and two favours. And what do they get in return? They get the stone. Ah, oh, there is uh, a stone. <laughs> so there you go. You were aware of the stone Brandon, because Alicia told you about the Blackstone. Are you are you talking about this in character? I, I was trying to... Oh, no, in character, was, in character. In character, oh, okay. I am... Yeah, because so far, if I don't know about the stone, 
and all I know about is about the trees and the berries. You're about to go off and do something for which the shopkeepers are going to give you stuff but get nothing in return. And now I know about the stone. And my next question becomes, what does the stone do? I was thought we we're talking out of character. In character, I would say, well, uh, they they are after an item. Uh, I don't think you uh, need to worry about that. Okay. So if I don't need to worry about the item that you're going to get from them, to, to give to them, why on earth would I go? If, if uh, you're going to be like them and keep information to yourselves, for which I've had to put up with for the last three weeks since I've been here, what makes you any different from them? And if we uh, tell you uh, what what item they want, will you come along? No. Well, but then there's I'll no be, point in telling you. Be, then, in that, then I can't make an informed decision, so thanks very much. Um, have fun. Don't end up dead. Walks off, sits <laughs> under the tree. Shut up, Fang. I tell you what, that uh, Brandon character is a piece of work. Okay, so the sprite is Sunrise is excited to go on an adventure. And so he's kind of got, although your horns clearly have a long way yet to grow, Thorn, it's standing kind of like a little bit between your thorns on your forehead. It weighs next to nothing. It's hardly noticeable, but it's kind of, you do notice when it starts kind of yanking on your horns and jumping up and down as it's getting excited. It's on me, is it? <laughs> okay. You, what, you, you flick it off? No, no, I'll tolerate it. Mm. It seems cute. And as you guys are, are still talking there, and Brandon, do you walk off? Yeah, yeah, I've wandered off to sit under okay. my tree. And it's not Brandon, it's Bertram. Bertram. <laughs> so at which point the red-headed fella kind of walks up and, I mean, he nods at you, Volan, and nods at you, Clicker, kind of gives a little bit more of a deeper bow to you, Clicker, and looks at you, Thorn, and he's like, do, do you have a minute to have a chat? Perhaps my tent is back that way. Uh, no. <laughs> and you see that running around his collar and then ducking back underneath the collar of his ostentatious shirt, you notice the black scorpion. And he nods as you say that. I, I understand, but uh, we really should talk at some point. And he turns and walks off. How about we talk when we get back? This uh, sprite on my head is being a rather out, out insistent. Stop it. Sunrise. For sure. I understood. Excellent. We can do. I will wait. Of that, he kind of looks up. He kind of looks up and then looks down. I am certain. And he nods once more. Looks up at you once more, and then turns again. And you could give me an insight check. Okay. You are certain by just the way that he looked, and the way some, the words, the certainty behind his words and his body language. You get the sense as well, especially because of your education and some of the things that you've heard 
and some of the educated places you've been, you've got a, a good idea that that almost seems prophetic. That he has a good idea. That you will see each other again. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Oh, let's go kill this character. I mean, let's go find this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys start wandering off into the bush as Bruce stays behind to sit underneath his tree, picking his teeth with whatever it is that he has to pick his teeth with. Bruce takes careful note of the direction in which they leave. I did try. <laughs> you can give me a survival check, Bruce. Okay. Yeah, you definitely watched closely. Yeah. And then Bruce goes over to Alicia and says, Clearly, you've sent them off and you hope they'll come back. I'll go and help them, but you will need to give me weapons, potions, poisons. You'll get back what I don't use. This is in addition to the stuff that you carry on Fang, right? Um, when you say what what I'm asking for. Because you're asking for stuff in addition to what you normally carry with you on Fang because you're pretty well outfitted, yes? Am I outfitted? Yeah, yeah, you're fully stocked out. Now, you don't have potions and whatnot, but so you're asking for stuff in addition. Yeah, in addition, yeah. So if you're asking for stuff in addition specifically, what are you asking? Ah, that's the point. I'm not asking specifically for stuff. I'm saying you're going to give me the stuff that you think I'll need because you know what's there and what I'll come up against. So you give me a pile of stuff that's going to help us and I'll go help them get the stone that you need. And any weapons or potions I don't use, I'll bring back and give back to you. I'm not going to keep what you give me. I'm going to use it if I need it. She looks at you for a long moment. Give me... And based on how you're saying that, you can give me an intimidation roll. It's not intimidation. What is it then? Um, you're demanding, are you not? It's just a... It, no. I'm giving her an offer that I'll go and help them. And really, to me, it's just a wisdom check. Don't you have a special ability when it comes down to that? No, I don't have any persuasion or performance stuff. It's not, and it's not deceptive either. It's just a straight-out deal. So to me, this becomes a... Did that pop-up window just pop open? Yep. At the very bottom of that? The very last sentence? Very last sentence. Read it to me. The something something of your totem empowers you to do 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 of something checks. Window popped open, right? For your totem spirit. Yeah, yeah. And the very last spirit, the one that we specifically created for you. Yeah. So if you give off a little bit of that scent, then you get advantage. So you're not using that ability. Uh, not what it says here. 
Oh, it gives me advantage. Oh, okay. Well, no, yeah, but it's not intimidation. Okay. Um, it's just a straight out common sense deal. To me, it's just a wisdom check. Wisdom versus wisdom. That's how I would say it. Mm, you are trying to convince someone, so it's your charisma. No, I'm not. No, it's. it's I'm, point is that I'm not trying to convince them. I'm just putting on the table an offer. Whether they take it or not, I don't actually care. Okay. Well, I'm going to get it you. Just, it improves. It improves their odds of getting what they want. For you, it is a charisma-based check. For me, it is a wisdom-based. Okay roll against that so yeah it that is going to be okay. you will roll your intimidation roll skill charisma. oh okay yeah. okay yep all right okay so you make your demands and you say them very blatantly and she's I hear what you're saying, Bruce. I understand where you're coming from, but things are never as simple as that. I can, although you're pushing hard for this, I understand where you're coming from. And to that end, she brings out some leaf-wrapped foods that she places on, the, on her counter in front of herself for the journey. This will keep everybody fed. And I'll just put that down there. Just hold on a second. Right. So she puts six of those down on a table. And she says, wait a minute. And she walks over to Dark Noodles. And she talks with Dark Noodles for a bit. Thicker is going to get rid of the bowl. Just mentioning that very quick. Okay, sure. So she talks to Dark Noodles for a bit. And they're speaking in Sylvan for a bit. And eventually you see Dark Noodles pass over some vials to her. And she brings back and she drops down as well four vials in front of you as well. And this should help to make sure that the climbing goes well. Climbing. Yep. I thought we only had to go. We've got food. We're supposed to reach there tonight. And climbing as well. I hope you know what you're doing. So, she said it's in a cenote. Cenote is basically like uh, a sinkhole, I guess. This is not the sinkhole. No, 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 no. Not, not the sinkhole. Certainly not that. No, okay. And, you know, actually... What did you roll again? Yeah, with that roll. Yeah, that's as best as she could do. If you would have rolled better, she would have given you something more. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see it as intimidation. I saw it as just... It's a common sense thing. The, the more she gives me, the better off I am, the better off her chances of getting what she wants. That's how I... Yeah. Okay. The dice rule, though. Yeah. It's the choice that you made. But it's okay. And she says... Let me think here. I would have probably 
if I'd been her, chucked in um, maybe some some of you know, uh, the other uh, fifteen more of those bronze head bronze wood arrows. Anything that the party can get that will help, because it all comes back. However, we'll just go with what we got. And so she will have spoken to Yadira as well, and she will bring back one more of the very special crossbow bolts. Just one. <laughs> okay. They're special. All right. Yeah. So are the other three people in my team. Okay. Thank you for that. I take all those items and... All right. And then using my special survival skills, guys, through the oh, woods. Oh, no, no, they're down the path already. You're going to need to roll survival just to be able to find them now. That's it. You'll be able so. to find them. Sunrise is taking them down the path. So you guys are heading down the path, and it's it's a good bit of walking as you go together. You guys can, I don't know if you want to talk about anything, but definitely lunch will have passed and if you have any of those lembus rations you'll find them amazingly fulfilling for something so bloody light just a piece of bread i'm not that close i'm trailing them but i'm not catching up oh i guess that's right you are a little bit slower aren't you I'm, yeah well are you bringing fang along yeah i'm no no, I'm we kind of, that's where all your gear is. We're only going out for, out tonight, do what we have to do. We'll be back tomorrow. We would, we would, we would arrive. So are you going to grab the gear on Fang that you need if you need weapons? Because all of that's on Fang. Isn't it? No. All the stuff I don't need on Fang. Okay, cool. I thought you you left your sword on Fang. No, no. The sword was left at the... At the front. You um, can never take it inside. At the front. Yeah. Okay. So, so you got your, your sword and your shield and whatnot. All right, cool. The sword? I have the sword. So you, got, you are heading out and... Yeah, eventually you guys would have stopped for lunch and Brandon would have caught... Or Barrington... What's his name? Bill? Dick. The sword doesn't actually the sword doesn't actually exist in my inventory. We didn't make one. Oh, okay. My bad. No, I'll have to create one. that. It's all right. Um so I'm gonna trail these guys until they get to um uh, where they get to. Where you guys stop for lunch. Spy on them. Yeah. We can stop for lunch. Um yeah. I don't have any food. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I can go foraging. As you're feeling really hungry, and and sunrise brings you back these small little berries to eat that are so not fulfilling, but he is happy as hell having found them, and he's just got this big grin on his face as his cheeks are are full and sticking out like squirrel cheeks, and they're full of this purple berry juice. 
Uh, well, thank you, Sunrise. I might see if I can find some food. Is uh, Are you guys happy for me to search for some food? I'll go with you. <laughs> All right. So do you want me to make a survival check with the advantage, um, Dagobah? Why with advantage? Oh, because uh, Volan's helping. Oh, I'm yeah, helping. sure. All right. Let's see. You go out. Oh, look at that. What a good roll. Okay, so you are moving along through the jungle and you come along come across a bit of tracks and the tracks you can give me it's definitely the tracks of an animal it's a four-legged animal but you can tell that they've got little points to it that you recognize as claws as well but they're not it's not a very big track if you want you can give me a nature check to try to determine it and again advantage because the two of you are doing this do you want to helm this one, Volan? Sure. You say a nature check or a perception check? Nature. Nature. Oh, nature. Yeah, looking at the tracks, you are able to determine that it definitely looks like the prints of a small little bear. Mm. Do you continue well. on after it? I whisper over, are you hungry for bear meat? Honestly, I'd eat anything, even Seda. Seder. <laughs> uh, Too funny. I think, I think we're going to try to track this thing down. Okay, so you are moving along, and eventually you, following this these tracks... Clicker stayed back, sitting at a, a nice spot that you guys had predetermined as a good place just to take it easy, where you had to cover from three sides because that survival check was amazing. And as you trace trace the tracks, eventually you start hearing a commotion. And the commotion to you... I see Thorn. And, to you, Thorn, you're able to pick up the sound, the squealing sounds of a very high-pitched vocal cords that you recognize i mean is the small growls and gruntings of what you think is your quarry but something it sounds like it's in distress can clicker hear that as well no because they've they've gone off and they've, mm. they've been gone for about 10 minutes of of hunting right now gotcha about how long was i getting all my goods and you would have about- arrived as they as they disappeared into the foliage so they disappeared and then I've come wandering up. So I've like a minute G'day, later. Clicker. Okay, so I've arrived with Clicker and I'm sitting there going, "What on earth are you lot doing now?" Yep. Okay, so I give Clicker one of the rations. Okay. She looks at you in surprise, tilts her head, I'll pulls also give forward her with of, her beak, giving it a quick one. sniff. I'll give her one of the potions of climbing as well. Thank you. You're not and I, Faye, are you? No, but it was obvious <laughs> that you lot were going to get scammed. I also produce out of my bum crack a crossbow crossbow bolt. 
your pump that crack. I, that I had carefully hidden just in case it all went sideways. Now it has poison damage as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she takes all of that, doesn't really mind to see that, that it's coming out of your behind. Yes. There was a smell joke in there somewhere. It was terrible. She nods and puts the crossbow into her case. Crossbow bolt and the potion. Wait, she doesn't even have a backpack, does she? And she does. The ancient one. Yeah. She puts it in the backpack and um, starts to slowly unpack the ration and picks at it. Stabs at it with her beak. You see that it's... Well, basically anybody who knows Lord of the Rings knows what this looks like. Hmm. It's bread. The elven bread. But don't tell a fae that because they'd be pissed if you called it elven bread. Okay. So as you guys are moving up, you notice... Or you hear you hear this the sound of some growling that sounds more like a whine of distress. Are you doing anything? Oh we'll keep following to see if we um, find the target th that we will retrieve food. Okay. Yeah. We we hear we hear distressing noises. We're gonna go towards it. Slowly, slowly, stealthily, even you might say. Yeah, I'm all up for that. Okay, so you see, give me your stealth checks. And as you're sneaking up, let's see how good your stealth check is. So, Volan, you're sneaking up really, really quietly, you're doing an excellent job. And then as you're sneaking up, you're just starting to hear the sounds of just amongst this, the constant squeals of distress, you hear the sounds of a voice speaking in Sylvan. And it's saying, We got it. We got it. Oh, this is going to be excellent. And just as you're hearing that, Thorn steps on a twig and it snaps and it seems so loud and you... What was that? So Thorn sort of raises his arms in, in an indication of, oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need you guys to give me initiative rolls. Wow. You, sh you shocked us wow. both with that twig. This, that was was absolutely, absolutely horrible. Okay, so you turn around, Volan, and you look at Thorn, seeing him like that, and you look back and you can see that there are a couple of small humanoids wearing these weird things on their face that look like well, it kind of reminds you a little bit of Clicker a bit, but except that there's sharp teeth that hang down from this thing that's on their faces. And not far in front of you, you see hanging from a net in front of you 
is the mewling bear cub that has been caught up in a trap. I can't see any map if you're trying to show it. Oh, far out. Yeah, of course. Share the map. Oh, yeah, I that would be a, probably a good idea. Share the map. There you go. Can you see that? That's better. Okay. So you see them, two of these guys standing side by side and are looking about, not moving, just their heads moving about. And they are small in size. I mean, I whispered to Volan, I mean, I was just looking for berries, but apparently we ran into this. Cub is not yet adult. You're up, Thorn. So what, are we uh, letting it go, or? This is not the way to kill the youngling of the forest for food. Alright, I, I draw my bow. I'm Mick and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua and I will be playing Fawn of the Tiefling Bar. This is Ivan, I'm 28 and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a raven folk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagobah, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu. Adieu.